What does it mean to live your dreams? What does it mean to finally live out your dream life? Does it mean that you're making lots of money? Does it mean that you've progressed in some career? Does it mean you own a Tesla, you have kids, you got married, you own a house? Does it mean you're traveling the world or does it mean simply that you're happy waking up each and every day looking forward to the day ahead? If you don't know this by now, I am the founder of a program called Live Your Dreams. And for some, when I say those words, live your dreams, it feels exciting. (laughs) Yes, I want to live my dreams. For others, it feels terrifying. Oh gosh, I could never do anything different. Ah, scary. And for others yet, it just seems unrealistic, impossible. It's your dream life for a reason. It's a dream. It's not reality, right? So I ask you, which one of those are you? Are you excited to live your dreams? Does it make you scared? Or do you just simply think, that's not really a real thing. (laughs) We're living reality, not in our dream world. And so today, what we're going to be talking about is what does it actually mean to live the life of your dreams? And how can you make it possible to live those dreams this year? Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Candace James, and I've spent the last decade traveling the world, building a business, and most recently, writing a book, all while learning and teaching the secrets to rewiring the brain so that you can stop living in your head with overthinking, worry, anxiety, fear, self-doubt, and guilt, and finally create the peace of mind you need to live the life you've been dreaming of, because I'll let you in on a little secret. Your own thoughts are the only things getting in your way. You're listening to the Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Life podcast with your host, myself, Candace James. Like I said, today we are talking about what does it actually mean to live your dreams? When we think of our dream life, what does that really mean? And is it actually possible to live what we have going on inside of our head that perhaps we've been dreaming of for quite some time. Now, what are your dreams? What is your dream life? When you're laying there in bed at night, or if you've had a rough day, or if you're you know, thinking about, oh, if I won the lottery, I would blank. What do you say? If you won the lottery today, what is it that you would do? I used to always say, oh, if I won the lottery today, I would hire a personal trainer and I'd travel the world and I'd just like have the most amazing life. And I was like, eventually, it took me a while, but eventually I was like, why do I need to win the lottery to have a personal trainer and travel the world? In fact, I can learn how to do that now. What is it that you would love to do if you won the lottery? What is it that you think about when you're having a rough day and you allow your mind to wander? You're like, I just wish I could blah, blah, blah. There's something. (laughs) There's something there, right? For a lot of us, we have this thing or this way of life that we think about whenever time slows down enough to give us that space. Maybe we're having a rough day. Maybe we're lying in bed at night and we think, oh my gosh, I wish I could whatever. 
That is your dream life. And it's not as impossible as we like to make it seem. And now for others, you know, for others, you know what you want to do. You know the road on which you're going and you're like, oh, this is what I really want in life. But then often there's other areas of our life that, you know, maybe we're on the path to that amazing thing, that amazing thing we want to do. And yet there's this other area of our life that just isn't fulfilling. There's this other area of our life that feels like it needs some work. It's not where we want it to be, but how do we do all the things? How do we make sure that each area of our life is as good as it possibly can be? And that, again, is living our dreams. <laughs> See, our dreams for most of us is to have a, you know, a great relationships with family, friends, partners, whatever it is right? Have a career that we enjoy waking up to each and every day and be able to have the space and time in our life to do what's most important to us, whether that's hanging out with our friends, our family, our kids, whatever it is that we have the space in our life to do that. And so often we get carried away with what we were supposed to do or what we started doing two years ago or all these different areas in which we believe that we are building our life forward. But what's happening is that we've forgotten what it is that we truly actually want on a deeper level. And it's very common. It's very, very common that we start saying, oh, well, I got this, so I'll let that go. Or I got this, so I'll let that other thing go, right? For example, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, I really wanted to get a job that allowed me to work remotely that gave me X amount of money so I could feel blah. Okay, great. And then you get that and you're like, sweet. And then all of a sudden you find other areas in, even within that job. Oh, well, you know what? Actually, I really don't like the fact that I'm expected to work X amount of hours. I don't get this and I don't have that. You know, I don't get benefits and I don't get to to take more time off and da 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 da. So you start thinking of all these things. You're like, oh, well, you know what? I've got it good anyways. Who am I to change anything, right? Or you start, you know, you, you've wanted to have kids for so long and you're like, oh, okay, yes, oh my gosh, yeah. All right, we finally have kids. And now it's like you say to yourself, well, now I should be happy. Now life should be perfect. And now I should, you know, be okay with what's going on. But it's not always that simple. Right. Once we achieve a certain area, then we have the opportunity to be grateful, first and foremost. And then second of all, what comes next? What comes next? <laughs> we live in this world where so many people believe, ah, yes, okay, I got there. Great. Now I'm going to stop doing what I need to do to live my dreams. I got what I wanted. I'm here now. I've had the kids. I got married. I have the house. Boom. And, but then what? Then what? You know, we are always changing. In fact, the only thing that we can count on in life is change. It's the only thing. Each and every moment inside of our body, cells are dividing, some are being born, some are dying off. You know, they're always just moving and growing. We're aging, we're getting more wrinkles, our liver's over there detoxifying stuff, you know, our digestive system is moving stuff through. What is right now will never be the same again. 
Not in one moment, not in 10 minutes, not in 10 days. What we have now will never, ever, ever be the same. It is changing. And so we need to learn to ebb and flow with the life and create more change. We, you know, there's a, there was a meme I saw the other day and it was this two cartoon characters. And one of them said to the other one, you've changed. And, you know, she had this little snarky look on her face with the, and, um, and the other cartoon character said, yeah, we're supposed to. (laughs) And I loved it. I loved it because so often we, you know, we're told when we are in, you know, high school that we should be trying to figure out what we want to do with the rest of our lives. What are you going to be when you grow up? We say this to a three-year-old. What do you want to be when you grow up? I don't freaking know. I'm three years old. (laughs) How the heck would I ever know what I want to be when I'm 40 years old? I'm three. I don't even know what exists out in the world. But yet, at such a young age, we start asking this question. Hello, little boy. Hello, little girl. Hello, little child. What do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know. How about just like being a human? I'd like to be a human. I don't know about you. I like being a human. <laughs> and lo and behold, I get to be a human every single day. And so we we get in this, the point of this is that from a very young age, we are directed to choose something that we would like to do. And you know, there's people out there that are like, I want to be a doctor. And they live their whole life and they study and they be a doctor and then they're a doctor and that's rad and they love it and they feel fulfilled and that is amazing. And also the majority of people that I speak to don't have a clue what they want to do until they're literally like doing it one day. And then even sometimes then they realize this still isn't it. This isn't enough. I'm doing all the things. I'm super successful as in I have a really well-paying job. I've built a career. Even I've created a business and it's doing really well. But there's something missing. There's something missing in that when I wake up each and every day, it's like, oh, here I go again. They feel, and I felt it, and maybe you've felt it, that there's like, man, is this really all that there is? Is this really it? (laughs) I've spent so long going to school, building this thing, doing all the stuff, and now here I am, and I'm like, really? This is where I am? And if you've ever felt like that, or perhaps you feel like that on a regular basis, you need to know, one, it's normal. And two, if that's how you feel, then no, that's not all there is. It means that there's something else out there for you. You intuitively know that this isn't all there is. (laughs) But what happens is we start getting in our head about why it wouldn't work to try to go after something else, or perhaps we don't even know what we want. You know, I find there's like two categories of people, people that are like, this is what I want and I'm not there yet. And that would be my dream life, but I don't really think it's possible. And then there's this other category that's like, I have no idea what I want to do, but what I do know is that what I'm doing isn't it. (laughs) And it's like, perhaps as I used to feel, I felt guilty for not loving what I did for not feeling super happy each and every day. On paper, I had everything going for me. I had I had the job, I had, you know, 
a great apartment and friends and I was partying and I was doing all these things. I was like super rad in the town and everything seemed really great. But internally, I felt like there was a void. There was a massive void inside where I just couldn't really grasp like, what am I supposed to be doing? Because this isn't it. There's something missing. And when we try to go out and capture certain things in our lives, it's really interesting. And this is what I do with my clients is we go through and we're like, what what caused you to actually go after that thing? And we get clarity on what caused us to do those things in our lives so that we can see, is this truly what I want to be doing? And often when I ask the question, and I'll ask this question to you right now, if money, time, space, nothing, anything, all of this was non-existent, if none of it existed and you could just do whatever you wanted and you didn't need to get paid and you didn't need to do whatever, you didn't need to like, there was nothing that you needed to worry about except for doing what makes you happy. That's it. And again, you don't need to worry about getting paid. You don't need to worry about anything like that. You just need to make yourself happy. You know, like if you could imagine yourself doing whatever the heck you wanted for the rest of your life, what would it be? No judgments. Nobody's going to tell you no. You can just you know, you don't need money, so it doesn't need to create money. It, it just, what would you do? How would you spend your days? And allow your imagination to go wild, whatever it is. And then ask yourself, how often are you doing that now? How often are you doing what it is that you imagined? If you could do anything in the whole world and that was it and that's what you would do. How often are you doing that now? And if you're doing it every day, then you're living your dream life. (laughs) And if you're not doing it every day, then how can you do that at least more often? And how can you do that on the regular? You know, back in my early 20s, I was, as I said, working an amazing job. I was living in this city. I was doing things that... People kept telling me, oh my gosh, you have such a great life. Oh, you've got the sex in the city life. Like, you know, I was going to all the crazy parties and wearing the designer clothes and and I got paid well and I did all these. It was like amazing. And I wasn't happy. That's not really, that's not what I really wanted. It was what I felt that I was supposed to do, but it's not what I really wanted. It was making me money. I could do, I could live my life, but it's not what I really wanted. And if I could imagine doing anything, You know, I've always thought that I would love to, um, I wanted to travel. I wanted to experience new cultures. I wanted to write. I wanted to help people. And I wanted to, you know, make some sort of difference. Like, and that, that was it. And I didn't know how that would go. You know, when I was three years old, I was put in intensive care with a disease. uh, It was a virus that I caught. And it had a 97% fatality rate. (laughs) And so I was rushed into intensive care. Thankfully, they figured out what was wrong with me in enough time that they put breathing tubes through my nose, down my chest, and allowed me to breathe. But I had an out-of-body experience. I, I saw myself laying on the bed, but I, my soul, my being was up sort of in the 
up in the corner of the hospital room. And I was looking down and I was watching. And I was watching the doctors put the tubes in. And then all of a sudden that was gone and I was in my body. And I don't really remember what happened after that. But I do remember being outside of it and looking down. And as I got older, I really took that on as this like, man, I was put here on this earth for a reason. (laughs) I was, or rather I wasn't taken away for a reason. And so from a young age, I decided that I should be helping people. That there was something, there was some reason that I didn't go that day and that my life mission was not done. And I had another experience where I thought I was going to, it was a near-death experience, technically, uh, in that I was fully convinced I was dying. Um, and that was in Thailand, and it actually caused some PTSD. PTSD-induced anxiety. And the more I look back on that, it was really hard for me in the years that followed to really understand why I was feeling this anxiety and, you know... I realized that I thought I was going to die in that moment. And in the coming years, uh, to get over the PTSD-induced anxiety, I needed to come to terms with death and that I could die at any moment. And rather than living my life in fear of that, I needed to be okay with it because that was the only way my anxiety was going to go away. And so I started to think about what if I died today? What, what has my life looked like? What have I done? What do I still want to do? And would I be okay with passing away today in this moment? And I realized all of a sudden that at my age, I had done more, seen more, traveled more, experienced more connections with people all around the world than most people two, three times my age. Most people who even get to the end of their lifetime. And I was 32, something like that. I don't remember. And I started to be okay with it. (laughs) But then I also realized there's a lot of things I still want to do. I want to help more people. I want to reach more people. I want to create a bigger impact. I want to share these experiences with as many people as possible because we have such a short time here on this earth. Such a short time for this human experience that we have. And so the more time that we put things off because of fear, because of insecurities, because you're not sure what'll happen or you're, you know, oh, well, I don't think I could really do it. Well, try. It's the only way that you'll know. And so I've left sort of this anxiety in the past. It it comes up every now and again. I'm like, ah. (laughs) And then I remind myself, if you die today, it's okay. You die today, it's okay. When I was writing my book, I was like, oh, but that's got to get out. So I told a friend of mine, I said, here's where all the the info is in case I die. Like, at least put it out, man. I've been working on this for a long time. (laughs) But for me, it's like so many people live our lives in fear of death and trying to avoid death, which I get it. Like, I'm not a super risk taker when it comes to like physical activities, like jumping off of a cliff or, you know, I've skydived and stuff like that, but I'm not like one that just like dives off cliffs into the water. Nah, that's not worth it for me. Um, but I do take risks in so many other areas of my life. Starting a business, doing all of these things that I'm doing, that's a risk in and of itself. And, you know, I just need to know 
that when I am on my deathbed, whenever that is, or the day that I pass away, when something happens, that if I have that moment of reflection, did you do it all? Did you try your hardest to be your happiest, to fulfill yourself the most, to really, truly live your best life? I want to be able to say, heck, yes, I did. (laughs) Heck, yes, I did. I wasn't sitting around waiting for one day. I wasn't sitting around waiting for some day. I can look back and say, I gave it my all. And that is what I live each and every day. When I wake up in the morning, that is where I'm moving toward. Can I say at the end of my life that I gave it my all, that I showed up, that I did what I wanted, that those dreams weren't dreams, they became realities because I worked towards them. I did what it took to get there because I wanted to see what it was like, really for no other reason. It's just like, oh, I wonder what it would be like to do bleh. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Let's go find out. (laughs) I know so many people who say to me now, oh man, I wish I could do what you've done. I wish I could travel. I wish I could da 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 da. It's like, so then do it. We all have reasons or excuses that we can't do something. But if you really want to live the dreams that are inside your head, I mean, if you're 70 years old and you're like, I want to be a professional basketball player. Eh, I don't know. I don't know if that's really possible. You're 70 years old. Can you really compete? (laughs) But you could go play basketball on some team provided that that's something you can do, right? And so I think we can really start to realize like, okay, this is what I really want to do and how can I make that possible in some way for myself right now? What is it, if you could do anything, if you weren't scared, if you weren't scared of not making money or losing money or any of these things that we create fear around in this 3D world, what would you do? And then once you get that idea, like just let yourself dream, let yourself dream. Maybe it's moving somewhere. Maybe it's, maybe it's um, making an invention. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's writing a book. Maybe it's just hanging out with a family member that you sort of lost touch with along the way. What is your dream? Everyone has one. And allow yourself to sit in that because there's an old saying, if we can dream it, we can do it. <laughs> And I watched, actually just last night, I watched the show on Disney Plus called Imagineering. And it was about Walt Disney's desire to create Disneyland and Disney World and all of of what went into creating it. And I love watching stories like this because you see Walt Disney and you see Disney World and the Disney brand and man, it is epic. Like this brand is one of the biggest brands in the entire world. Probably one of the most wealthiest brands in the entire world. And when you watch this show, it's like a four-part series, I think, they, you know, it shows Walt Disney and everyone said he was going to fail and he was going into debt and all this stuff was going on and and everyone's like, you're going to fail. Like he, he was up against the odds and he just kept going because it was his dream. And look at him now. I mean, he passed away, unfortunately, before Disney World was constructed. But look what he created. You know, when we have a dream, when we fully put ourselves behind that dream, we can make it happen. As long as you don't get in your head about the fear, the anxieties, the what ifs, the buts. 
and instead just focus on the vision of what does it look like? And then from there, which is what I do with my clients inside of Live Your Dreams, is we build the roadmap, right? Once we get this vision, this clarity, and I'll even help you get more clear if that's what you're, you know, you're unable to do on your own. But once you get this clarity, everyone has at least some vague idea of what they would really do. And then we get clear and then you create a roadmap and you can create a roadmap, create a roadmap, break it down, small chunks, create a roadmap, make it happen. Because to me, the biggest fear that I have is to get to the end of my life and realize that I didn't try to do the things I really wanted to do. It's one thing if I try and then I don't succeed. Eh, Well, give it my best. But if I just go, well, never tried that, mm, that feels pretty crappy. So I'm encouraging you all to right now sit down and ask yourself, if there was no money, if there was no constructs that we've created about what we should do, what we shouldn't do, you know, money, retirement, investments, any of that stuff, it's all out the window. Okay, all out the window. Don't even worry about that right now. What would you do with your life. Nobody's judging you. You'll never run out of money. What would you do? What would light you the F up? (laughs) What would you do? And I want you to write that down. And then on the next episode, we're going to talk about the questions that you need to be asking yourself to make sure that you are setting yourself up for success when it comes to creating and living your dream life. So on that note, my friends, I will see you next time. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll see you then. Peace. Did you know the number one thing holding people back from achieving their dreams and living their best life is their own mind? Or more specifically, the fears that your mind has created. I believe that in order to live your best life, you've got to feel the fear and do it anyway. That's why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Find Your Courage. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the powerful human you were meant to be. So you can finally live a life of fulfillment, passion, and joy. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit CandiceJames.com forward slash courage. And we can get started right now.